0: Goal! Oh!
1: It's over! They've done it! Evans has done it! English champions for the
0: first time in Is it really Hello and welcome to a special episode of Two Woods Four Quarters, the Harlequins podcast. This week we're joined by none other than club captain Stefan Louise. Steph, feels like it's been a long time coming. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, mate?
1: Cheers! Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Um, yeah, been <laughs> listening to the body, aren't So excited to to Come chat. What with the boys? There we go. I'm I'm nervous. Which ones you've listened to now? <laughs> to tell Hopefully
0: it was
1: the wins. <laughs> it's normally after good ones you listen. Nice. all right. Well, that, that's reassuring. Do you hear what some of the what shit the old players <laughs> were talking
0: about? Hopefully it's not 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 listen to only the ones that we've been beating away from home. I think, um, I think the way we'll do this episode, Steph, is you've joined at a perfect time because South Africa play England in the, the Rugby World Cup semi-final this weekend, and obviously we're we're in the midst of it all now, and we've got plenty to talk about, so we'll probably do a little bit of a, a preview of that with you, and then in the second part, we'll turn our attention and go all in on Quinn's, so to kick us off, how's your read been on the World Cup so far? What have you made of it, not just South Africa and England, but as a tournament in general? Mate, I've
1: loved every second of it. I've been so amped throughout the world cup, even the build up to the to the world cup, going to watch South Africa tweaking and playing against the All Blacks and some of those warm up games. England, Fiji before the World Cup, like World Cup was like just everything leading up to the World Cup was class. And then I've seen well now after the quarterfinals, I think honestly some of the best rugby I've ever watched. Oh, so yeah. from that point of view, it's been
0: unreal. I remember we um, we actually exchanged a few messages on Instagram, I think, from the podcast account to yourself after that New Zealand South Africa game. And I think you made the prediction early doors that South Africa were going to reclaim it. Well, I suppose go back to back. I'm guessing that your point of view hasn't changed on that. No.
1: So I did say before the World Cup, if we win the quarter final, I think South Africa would win the World Cup because I did think if there's way we'll stumble, it's probably in the quarter final. Yeah. Which well we scraped through a bit lucky, but we'll take it. And um yeah, hopefully I think if we get through England, then playing the All Blacks in a final, I think you can never underestimate them. I think the Irish saw this weekend, so that's a bit of a scary one being a South African and playing the All Blacks in a final. But I think we'll go into that game with some confidence.
0: Yeah, well, that warm-up game bodes well. And um outside of the 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 final four. Have there been any non non-Quins players um that have impressed you in particular outside of sort of your England and your South Africans and and, and obviously Dylan Lewis for Wales and, and Dino for Italy? Yeah, I think well Damien
1: McKenzie every time he played was unreal. I just yeah, loved watching him. Um I was kind of slagging Sam Kane before this game and <laughs> <over there. laughs> <laughs> I was like, they need to pick their best side. I don't think he's makes the, the starting 15 and what a performance he had. Yeah, it was so special. But I think there's been so many good players. I think well, he's non-quinz player, but I think every chance Andre's had,
0: yeah,
1: uh, I'm slightly biased, but I think he's been unreal the chances he got. It's mental. I think any other country he walks in, he starts every game. So yeah. But um Yeah, I think there's so many performances. What's it, Portugal? Who's their
0: captain? Was he... um, I don't know his name, but he met Cristiano Ronaldo the other day, didn't he? And they did a show exchange, which is The second
1: row for Japan that he scored. Unreal. So there were so many moments and players that it's hard to pick like one or two, really. It's funny you
2: mentioned Andre, because we spoke to D-Rodge in the last episode and we were sort of saying that how can the best inside centre in the world not start for his own country? But you just, it's amazing that he can't get in the side, but I suppose it's good for us because it hopefully means he stays fit, fresh and healthy when he comes back to join up with the boys in a few weeks' time. But speaking sort of closely about the Quins lads that have been obviously part of the World Cup, have you been in touch with, you know, Marcus, Danny, Joe, guys like that, or they've been a bit left to their own devices or just been watching them during the games? Have How have you seen them going so far?
1: Yeah, kind of left them a little bit, but also just reaching out, saying good luck here and there and just catching up, see how they are. They've actually been good on on the Quinn's group and pushing <laughs> the boys. Well, a bit of banter here and there. But um, no, I think just from speaking to them, they've loved every minute of it, especially someone like Marcus, first oh, time out yeah. there in the World Cup. And you can just imagine he's just being like a little kid. He's yeah. just, just got a new toy, basically, out there living life. So... Um, and speaking to Dino, it was first day yeah. back uh, at Quince. Yeah. He loved every, every second of it as well. Quite different, the, the Italian ways to probably the English way, so a bit more relaxed. And, um, yeah, I was I was hoping Dino comes back with a drinking, like, coffee and doing a... <laughs> a smoking French cigarettes. A, <laughs> smoking when, he, when he rocks up, but now nah, Dino's still Dino, so... Uh, <laughs> Just seems like he's getting bigger and bigger every time I see him. Yeah,
0: that. he does, doesn't he? And he's developed a bit of a mullet, which makes him look a little bit more Italian as well. Just, uh, just quickly before we move on, you, you mentioned the Queens WhatsApp group. There, has it got any cool names, or is it just Harlequin Squad twenty three twenty four? Feels like that's a loaded question, but uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, uh, it's still called Juve after we won it back in the day. Uh, nice. nice. But, um, yeah, that's uh, one that pops up. Why is it Juve or Juve? And I'm like, yeah. Who's
2: of... admin? Who's admin on the group? Well, that's <laughs> a great
1: question. Oh, you don't know the story? Oh, this is going to be good. Not
2: if you're not going to tell most us. Most
1: people know the story, actually. I'm surprised you don't. It's not that big of a... So, before we played Sale, the season we won. So, we were at the... Um, we played at the Stoop. Obviously, COVID, no fans there. And yeah. I've planned this whole. All pre-match speech, um, playing, obviously, all teammates, the Dupree's and all the rest from uh, Sale. So it's a big one, but more, a bit of spice there for me and Andre playing them. And I'm always, uh, almost close to the end of, of this, of my speech. It's gone really well. Everyone is, like, in there, ready <laughs> to go. And I kind of said, um, and then I said, instead of Juve, I said, yeah, let's go fucking Juve. And more or less, just he let me finish. And then he's like, when I finish, he's like, just one question. What the fuck is Juve? <laughs> I'm like, Juve, Duvet, you know what I mean. Let's just go. And then <laughs> everyone
0: started laughing and was a joke. And it
1: yeah, luckily we still won, but I was like, there goes my speech. And then you yeah, from-
0: know there's nothing worse, is there? You absolutely nail a speech bar one word and that's what's remembered.
1: Yeah. And then that was the uh, WhatsApp group from from there on out. But um I think Andy Sanger is is uh, admin on the group. Um, yeah I need to censor every now and then <laughs> calm down a lot from a few years ago I would say Nice, no, it's just feeling. got like
2: images of like because we're all in ridiculous numbers of WhatsApp groups so I seem to spend your life on them who's like dishing people in and cutting people out and adding the numbers and all that sort of stuff but Andy Sanger seems like a good bloke to be doing all that bit of a level uh, head Oh, well, there's than...
1: a players group as well and I think James Chisholm is is admin there so oh, that that okay. one sounds a lot more loose <laughs> <laughs> there's a few late night messages that get
2: <laughs> <laughs> on. go on then give us your prediction of this weekend obviously it's England v South Africa it's it's unfortunate that someone has to lose, I suppose. If you know, in the nature of this WhatsApp call, obviously we want um, we want the boys to get over the line. But how are you seeing it? How you seeing it unfold? Obviously, you are going to put your your professional uh, opinion on the line here and uh, give us a prediction. But how are you seeing this one unfold?
0: Before Steph answers this, Mike, genuinely, who who do you think will win? England, G- genuinely. Yeah, by six tries, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, over to you, Steph. <laughs> What's your prediction? We've actually spoken about this a little bit on between ourselves today,
1: okay. Answer me this question. If England win, how do you see them win, winning the game? What, we've li- what, we literally like...
2: had this conversation. Yeah, this is the this question start- we had for you. Are you sure Are you sure you went in our WhatsApp group earlier? We need to get you <laughs> added because this is the exact same conversation we've had. Well, well, we've talked about it, haven't we, Mike? We
0: reckon we're going to have to play a really boring style of rugby where we, we kick the leather off the ball, we dominate the territory, we try and suffocate you, which sounds an absolutely mental thing to say about the South African team because it's just not possible. We just need to make it really, really boring. Keep the ball off the pitch, play in the right areas and take the points when they're on offer. See, I don't think you have the players
1: to do that.
2: But I also don't think that we've got the players to go and do what Quinns do. So I text yeah. Will earlier and I said, for this weekend, as Quins and England fans, we have to abandon everything that we've believed in for three years. We have to abandon this throw the ball around we'll just score more points than them sometimes the defense doesn't really matter we're never yeah. going to take three we're always going to kick to the corner we've no, got we've got to abandon that this week as queens and england fans and just try and squeeze the life out of the game and take the small points where they can and you know be a bit pragmatic and try and keep your best players quiet as much as possible which i'm not sure is even you know going to be ha- going to be able to happen but we'll see how we get on
1: Look, I think the South Africans will be a little bit more fatigued than the English players will yeah. be after that game, Although it was mass, like physical, the Fiji game, yeah, really physical. If you look at Marcus's face, <laughs> um, that made me tickle. But um, I don't think the intensity of that game for 80 minutes you can compare to the the France game, South Africa. So, be interesting. I think it will be ballsy, but I can see South Africa actually making a few changes, resting a few boys for the the hopeful final. Yeah. Because I think in some positions, you don't lose that much picking your so-to-called second-choice player. Let's say they rest Damien Mm. um, at 12 and pick Andre against um, Manu. I don't think you lose that much at all. So then you get to rest one or two players. Hopefully when you get the final, they fit because New Zealand is in the same boat as us. That 80 minutes they had against the Irish, definitely taken it out of him. Rossi's spoken about us in the press. The amount of minutes those players have played in week in, week out. So I do think the team that gets to the final, that's a bit fresher, is going to have a slight advantage. Obviously it's a, it's a world cup final. You're going to get yourself up for it. But um. Yeah, I think science, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your original question, I think South Africa, I think for 60 minutes, it's going to be real tight. I think England's going to do exactly what you just said. Keep it tight, kick the ball, defend for their lives, maul all the rest. But I think at 60 minutes, when South Africa's reserves comes on, I just don't think England has, has the same bench as South Africa. And I think at that time, the game will probably open up a little bit. And I think South Africa will pull away and win by 12 points is that yeah. even
2: if uh even if Smithy's coming off the bench with 50 minutes to play and there are a couple of gaps start opening up and the magician starts pulling some strings and things start to happen
1: Look, well I would say South Africa is probably the best if not one of the best the best defense in the world yeah. so I yeah. think even from the thing is with Marcus he needs people around him as well yes he can do it by himself but he's more much more effective he has people on the same page around him but um, I've loved him coming off, off the bench playing 15. I think he's been really impressive in that position. So, yeah, I, I think they need to be England as much as we're saying they need to be this boring team. If, they, if some of these players like Marcus or DC off the bench that can open up the game a little bit and and try, and if they can score two quick tries off the bench, something like that, they, they're going to need a little bit of luck and some individual yeah. brilliance, I feel, from someone even if yeah i don't know if they play i don't know or someone like that that's a bit of you won't put him necessarily in your team but someone that can create something out of nothing and the box is down 14 points in the first 20 minutes
0: i'm so glad you said that because in the group chat earlier today i said the exact same thing and i got shut down so if if dave rogers is listening and he wants to fight me and steph will take you on um is any a wild supporter <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: Away yeah. there this weekend. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, we have a similar effect to the World Cup last time out where it felt like we sort of played our final against New Zealand in the semi-final and we were a little bit spent for the final, which unfortunately you, you ran us ragged on. So maybe we'll have the same effect this time where you've you've played your big game against France and then we'll come out and, and do a job on you in the semis, we'll see. So what then, just to lose in the final again? <laughs> New Zealand will come for revenge. Who knows? It could be Argentina. Just enjoy the third place playoffs there. I'm, I'm not sure it's going to be Argentina.
1: Playoff. I forgot about that actually. <laughs>
2: That's got one of those depressing yeah. games to play in as a rugby player,
1: yeah. third place playoff. Sure. Hopefully, there's like a incentive. You get some sort of bonus. That's yeah. Only kind of... Nothing. yeah okay. Well, um, it <laughs> must
0: affect the, um, the <laughs> world ranking, yeah, mustn't it? Possible.
1: Yeah, probably, definitely, because
0: it's a test match. But... Yeah, yes, and then that'll obviously affect the draw for the next World Cup. What's your thoughts on the draw? We're, we're quite straight shooting on this one, aren't we, Mike? I mean, yeah, I just think, you know, the draw if is you're the just draw. good at rugby all the time. Then it doesn't matter what the draw is. You've got to beat everybody anyway. I've
1: loved it, because I think it's just made... There were so many more big games in this tournament. Than yeah, exactly. like, um Yeah. Like you had Australia, obviously, with Fiji and those lot in one yeah. pool. South Africa, Scotland, Ireland in a pool. Like there were so many big games. Because normally in each game or pool, there's one big game. Yeah. That's it. We wait for the quarterfinals. This time around, it wasn't the case. There was actually massive games in the pools that we go like, shit, what's going to happen? Even with Italy, with France and New Zealand, obviously they they had a tough run. But before the tournament, everyone switch in because you're like, Italy can potentially yeah. do
0: something. Yeah,
2: 100%. Oh. It's the same with England, you know. Look what happened to Japan in, when was it, 2015, being that South African side. And, you know, Argentina are in the semi-final that England have got past. And Samara, one of these island sides that are capable of beating anyone up on their day. You know, we've <laughs> not done it the easy route. It might be a slightly easier route than playing South Africa and New Zealand in your group. But unfortunately... Are talking
1: about this World Cup for England yeah. now? this World Cup, yeah. Fuck off, mate! You were cruising <laughs> to, uh, to a semi-final. Oh, one pool that we were all saying you're gonna cruise. Uh, well, well, we've
2: complete. We've completed podcasting. The Harlequins club, club captains just told me point blank to fuck off. I'm
0: gonna get that on a t-shirt for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, though, the weakest pool in the World Cup has seen two of the semi-finalists. Though, how does that work? they both fresh apparently <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: amazing to get some insight from Steph about the World Cup can't wait to watch England and South Africa at the weekend join us again for part 2 on Monday morning as we review everything Quinns alongside Steph and talk about Exeter against Quinns at the Stoop on Sunday afternoon